0: Today is what we call a standalone weekend. What that means is that we just finished a message series looking at the book of Romans for a lengthy amount of time called Save to Be a Disciple. Next week we begin a new series uh, called Favors, looking at some of our favorite Bible verses, talking about what they mean. And Psalm 23 is next weekend. Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. You probably know that passage. Today we decided to do, and I'm doing, what's called a Life Check Message Uh, You heard the scripture read, you already know where we're going. We can look at ourselves and our life and examine our lives a little bit in the light of Christ, see where we are, where we ought to be, where we might go. Hope that be a blessing to you today. And that's really something we should be doing all the time. In fact, a few weeks ago I got a call from my uh, doctor's nurse about having my yearly checkup. I hadn't made the call myself, so they made the call. It's time to do that. So it's on the calendar. I don't like those checkups, don't want one, don't want to go in there and do any of the stuff they do with a checkup, but, but, but my life depends on it, and so I'm going to do it same time, i got to know from my cardiologist, it's time for your blood test, check your cholesterol, and all these little indicator things you got to, you know, go through. And I'm going to do that too. I don't want to. I've got to go in there, and they'll take a needle in my arm and suck blood out and look at it and send me a note back and charge me for it. Uh, and when that's done, but I'm going to do it because my life depends on it. Uh, For the first time really in my life, I met with a financial advisor. I've not done that before, but it's time to start doing that. So assets and debts and, uh, you know, all those kind of things come together. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not so good, looking at all of that. I'm going to do it because my future depends on it. Are you with me? Are you with me where we're going today with a life check message? And I'm going to ask you some questions to bring us together on the same page. Is joy a companion of yours? Can you say that I have a companion in my life and the word joy is that companion? I walk with joy. I experience joy. Joy is part of my journey. Joy is part of my life. Can you say that? Do you have a place that you can go called peace? Is peace part of your weekly adventure? Do you know what peace is? Do you experience peace? Do you encounter peace? Do you, do you own peace in your heart and your life? Is that part of who you are? does faith drive your journey or is all about survival or success many people that's how they live survival okay is success for many for some does faith drive your journey these verses say are you in christ is love the core of your existence is that your motivation does love move you through life His love will get you going and get you through and get you where you need to be. The Bible sure talks about that a lot, doesn't it? Is Jesus a personal partner in your life? I think not only do we have a Christ who saves our souls, we also have a Christ who wants to share life with us. He wants to share his life with us. Share our life with you, Lord. You share your life with me. We walk together what the Bible talks about when it talks about what it is to be a Christian and disciple. Does your life have a divine purpose beyond just survival? Have you encountered that? Do, Do you live by that? Is that how you serve and love and give and do what you do in your life? Those are all questions that we might look at ourselves and say, okay, maybe yes, maybe no, maybe halfway there, maybe not, maybe none, maybe all, I don't know. But you have to do a life check. We're doing that today around these verses you heard read. Now, the 2 Corinthians 13.5, you heard read from the New International Version. I'm going to read that same text for you from the Message Bible. It says the same thing in a little different way, but maybe to help you a little bit to see what, we're trying, what I'm trying to say today. Put that up on the screen for you, and we'll, I'll read that now. Test yourselves to make sure you are solid in the faith. Don't drift along taking everything for granted. Give yourself a checkup. You need first hand evidence, not hearsay that Jesus Christ is in you. Test it out. If you fail the test, do something about it. <laughs> I like the, the way it's verbalized here. That's the same thing in a little different way as to how I can respond to what's happening today in this worship experience. And the message, the questions I asked already, and really what happens anytime we come to church in a, in a small way, sometimes in a big way, is, a, is an examination of ourselves and our souls and our life. Now I want to read 1 Thessalonians 5.28 as we think about actually what are we going to examine today in biblical terminology. And there in the, in the Message Bible again, may God himself, the God who makes everything whole and holy, I like both those terms, whole and holy, make you holy, holy and whole, put you together, spirit, soul, and body and keep you fit for the coming of our master Jesus Christ and i have on the altar candles that represent a uh, body soul and spirit a recurring theme of scripture is defining us that way they were more than just a body that you can see we're also soul we're also spirit that's how god created us to know who you are in that reality helps know we are often more than we think and can be often more than we think we can be. And so I'm going to light the, the candles today as a reminder of that in this message that we are body. God created our bodies and He's vested in our bodies. In fact, we're told that we're in His, we're created His own image. And and Christ was raised from the dead, his body that died, crucified, was resurrected. God's invested in your body and mind. And soul. That part deep within us that, that's eternal, that's immortal, that makes us human, makes us more than animals. Then we have spirit. The word spirit means wind, life, breath. The spirit of God, you recognize that. So I want you to see yourself today being reflected in these lights burning on the altar, that this is how God created us to be, body, soul, and spirit. When Christ comes in and saves us and restores us and redeems us, that's renewed for us in a remarkable way. We call that salvation. And yet many people don't live this way at all. They're in a different way. And I'm going to tell you an illustration that that Scott told me many, many years ago uh, about a time he was in New York. He might might, might not remember this. Uh, He was going on the subway on that subway, he looked at everybody around him for a while, and his words, and I'm kind of paraphrasing what he said, it's been a long time ago, that everybody's kind of looked uh, dark, you know, and and dead, and and gray, and there was no light in their eyes, and and I thought, I don't want to be that, you know, so he moved to Texas (laughs) not long after that, Uh, but the illustration is still there, Uh, the sense of what life can become if we're not careful, the light can go out. We can find ourselves dead and not even aware of it. That, that grayness and that dryness can exist and the darkness can appear and we don't know what happened. I think of the story of Samson, which is an amazing story of Scripture. You know, Samson, the, the strength that he had, uh, a thousand Philistines he could conquer in one battle alone. You know, he could kill a lion with his bare hands, that's Samson. Well, Samson had a relationship with God that was very powerful so powerful that he was a judge for the entire nation of Israel and delivered them many, many times. But he let that go. He let that slide. He drifted along, as the text says. And one day after his encounter with Delilah, you might know that story, his enemies come upon him, and we're told he shakes himself. But he did not know, the Bible says, he did not know that God was not with him, and the strength did not come. And his enemies overcame him in that moment. So think about ourselves, the way God made us, body, soul, and spirit, that they burn to remind us of that, how we are. And my first question in regard to what I've already said is, how is the health of your body? We are created in God's image. We have potential. We have purpose. And God said it was good. You have to hear a little while ago some of the potential that Chloe has when she sang for us and has honed that, refined that, and practiced that to so the beauty of her voice in a way you would not be experienced without that practice. And there it is for us, and we got to enjoy that. Multiply that in all of our lives in all kinds of ways. But also we can lose those things just as surely. How is the health of your body? Potential, purpose, what God said was Good. Now, I believe uh, the devil is a real entity. The Bible talks about uh, that character a lot. Uh, Jesus believed in the devil. The devil, we're told, is a deceiver. He'll do anything to put out the light that God burns within each one of us, the light that's, that's born at birth, the light he gives at personal salvation, the light he gives every time we come together and worship God and praise God and seek to honor God and grow in our faith. He'll do what he can to put it out and he uses addictions to do that if he can. he gets a body addicted, he can put that light out. Then he owns that body. Unhealthy habits can do that as well. They make us not who we could be and who we might be. The possibilities are lessened if we don't take care of ourselves in a relatively healthy way as good as we can. We know how to do that so we should. We find ourselves with unhealthy habits, habits that drive our life. Instead of the Spirit of God, we find ourselves driven by those unhealthy habits that control our week-to-week and day-by-day existence, often edging out Sabbath times, whether that Sabbath is a day set apart, a worship time set apart, our daily times we set apart to rest, recreate Uh, Be restored, made new. These are part of what we must do in obedience to God, and it's one of the Ten Commandments. And so God gives us that for the purpose of restoring our bodies, to make them what they can be. And if we don't do that properly, we will wreck our health and be of no use to God, ourselves, or anybody else. And many people are of no use to others because uh, they have not taken care of themselves. How is the health of your body? So sometimes we don't do it right. The light goes out. And there we are. We're in trouble. And we shake ourselves, and the answer is not there. How is the health of your soul? That eternal part of us that can know God, that can know ourselves, that can ma- it makes us who we are, that makes us more than animals are, that helps us connect with God. The Bible talks about that equally with our soul and our heart warm and soft, and able to be shaped by the hand of God, and to feel the touch of God in that moment as our soul is made whole and right and to know God. And the devil, I'm going to use the story again, the devil would fill our time with mindless pursuits, distractions and activities that feed nothing and starve the soul, leave our soul malnourished and in poverty and empty, and we have no place to go when enemies come against us, and we lose because of that. How is the health of your soul? How important it is to be able to answer that in our lives. One of the ways we know about that is when we come to church, and you've been before probably, maybe the first time, I don't know, but when you come to church, you know, we sing hymns and we pray. Uh, A message is given, scriptures are read, beautiful song is sung by the choir, orchestra supporting that, Chloe leading that. You know, what did you feel during that time? Were you distracted? Thinking about things you have to do, were you bored? Did you not care about what's happening in church today, and worship, and prayer, and giving, and celebrating? Sometimes it's because our soul is kind of just fried up. We've not fostered its health, and we're not in a place to be able to receive what God might have said, might have done, might have blessed in a service. We're thinking about what came coming next or where we just came from. How is the health of your soul? And for many, that light just goes out. doesn't burn anymore. Well, how is the health of your spirit? Your spirit, the word means wind or breath or life itself. The presence of God within us, the Holy Spirit, united with our spirit, connecting with God in this beautiful way that we can, if we know, this, this thing that drives us and this powerful relationship we have with Jesus. And the verses here say, in Christ. Don't you know that Christ is in you? Check and see if you're living a life in Christ. Look at it that way and it will change how you understand who you are. And the devil wants to destroy our relationship with God. The wind and the fire he wants to put out. They're conscious, owned, honed by God's presence and God's word. He wants to remove that. He wants to direct our lives some other way. He wants our faith to be squelched and not to live for God at all. And this so easily happens to people all the time in our culture and our world, and it always has. It happened to Samson, it can happen to anybody. So here are these words. And the devil will use whatever resources he has available to put out the light of each one of these. If he can't do one, he'll do the other. If he can't get the body, he'll aim for the soul. If he can't get the soul, aim for the spirit. He'll aim for all three. And when he puts it out, success. That's his resources. The Bible says that he is a roaring lion roaming around seeking to devour whoever he may. We do ourselves an injustice to think there's no force there that wants to put the light out in our life. Lead us astray, distract us, remove us from God's presence, burn us out. No light is left. He wants to do that. We're told that he is a deceiver. He will do what he can to destroy us. Jesus said the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy Then he says, I've come that you might have life, and you might have it more abundantly. i come that you might have life, and you might have the best life, because I want you to have the best life. I want there to be a bright light burning in your soul, and your spirit, and your body. I want you to live your greatest potential. I want that for you. It's your choice. And then it says, greater is he, Christ that is in you, he's it. that is within the world. It says, test yourself, see if Christ is in you. If not, have you failed the test? We come to connect with Christ, to feed, strengthen, and build the soul, to connect, to listen, to learn, to receive. And so the questions are very simple today in this very simple life check message that how is the health of your body? How is it? It's an important part about who you are. How is the health of your soul? How is the health of your spirit? Many times it's gone out, but we think today about the light that we can have, and we're about to receive the sacrament of communion. And God's grace comes anew in the broken body and shed the blood of Jesus Christ. It reminds us the significance of the bodies God gives us to receive the sacrament. Of the soul that can look to God and say, God, touch my heart. Forgive me my sins. Of the spirit, we can walk with God in the power and wind and fire of his presence. All made available to us. And a very, very sacramental, powerful moment we call communion. We're going to receive now what we call communion, great thanksgiving, or the Lord's Supper. The body and blood of Christ is offered. We're told, test yourself and see if Christ is in you. God knows that we can drift. God knows that we can listen to the wrong voices. God knows that we can find ourselves in a place we didn't intend to be. And so regularly we come to be drawn back to Him. And a worship time, all that happens, also in this sacrament, it's a direct call to you, God's love and grace in the body and blood of His Son, Jesus Christ. And the questions are, again, Is joy and peace and love and faith part of your life? If not, it's all available here in the love and peace and grace and goodness of God and of His Son, Jesus Christ.